Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerve herder! That is by Mama's Boom Shack. So here we are, folks. Episode number 59 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Jimmy Dice. Today is February 25th, 2019. Again, for those of you listening, tuning in now, that is episode 59. Uh, with us, we have our co-host here. First off, all the way out in the Great Britain, Mr. Kev Garbett. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? Ah, good man, good man. Could not be better. And over here, only, f- well, I was going to say 40 minutes away, but now, like, fucking 2,000 hours away, we have Mr. Ed Boswart. What's it, up, buddy? It's like an hour and change. 20. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still not far enough, though, Ed, is it? It's, it's not, not far, far enough. I tried getting farther away. <laughs> oh. What happened? You were like... Um, <laughs> I distinctly remember you saying on one podcast, God, I've, I've got to get further away from this Jimmy dude. I've got to get further away. Locked on I'm with just, the tractor beam. We're going it in. Bit, it, it was really strange, Ed, when you asked if I had a spare room here to come and... To come and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, moving, I'm, I'm uprooting, bringing my kids to England, my wife, right. just to get away from... <laughs> that's usually how it goes but you know that's how we roll here on the scruffy looking podcasters so to yeah. folks you can uh, send us an email at scruffypodcasters at gmail.com you can check us out on yep do it as the sheave says uh, and also my Jeez. twitter buddy Ian McDiarmid um, you can like us on facebook Ooh. slash scruffy podcasters follow us on twitter Ooh. myself at hebert 207 ed is at scruffy ed b and Kev is at KPG1974. Leave us some reviews on iTunes. Send us in some emails. We want to hear what's going on in your Star Wars lives because we are just a podcast for Star Wars for the common man. A common man and woman. A common person who just you likes Star Wars. So that's who we are. You want to tell everybody why, uh, why you're calling Ian McDermott a buddy, old pal? And oh, here we, here we go. Here oh, yeah. Here yeah. we go. Oh, heard. <laughs> Of course. I mean, I honestly thought this was public knowledge. Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, of the of the uh, 76 followers that Ian McDiarmid has on uh, on on Instagram, uh, no. excuse me, Twitter. The ones I that am, he follows, not followers. It, exactly, exactly. Ones that he follows, I am one of them. Mm. So special. <laughs> exactly. I don't. I'm, I'm, I've got to be honest. I'm offended. He doesn't follow my <laughs> once a year updates on Twitter. <laughs> You're like retweet of every fifth episode. I do. I, uh, I'm appalled that he doesn't follow me 
Because I follow that dude. Look, so has he only got seventy odd followers um, that he follows? Him? He only follows seventy six people, and I Ooh. am one of them. Yep. Fair play. Fair I, play I think it's your good looks on your profile. Page. <sighs> Really, it's it's just. I mean, we really had a connection that time that I never met him. Um, <laughs> it was just a really like special thing that we had. And then I was on Twitter. I was on Twitter when it happened. Right. <laughs> I had just liked one of his posts. It was his post that said, "You all should be excited. Special things are happening soon." And I'm like, "Boom! Ooh, yes. Here we are. Emperor, Emperor, standalone movie, standalone sheep. Who does not want a standalone sheep?" Oh, and yeah. uh, so I liked it with the silent H, not so silent. And uh, like 37 seconds later, I was like, you have a new follower. I'm like, oh, who decided to follow me? And I was like, Ian McDiarmid. And I'm like, oh, my God, I pooped my pants. Clearly like a miss, like with his no. thumb. You know, like he's no, 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 no clearly no. not. It was, it was clearly nice of his publicist to follow you. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, clearly, he knows who I am. He knows who we are. He knows that we run a scruffy organization. Because <laughs> we are the scruffy looking podcasters. This being episode, yeah. Well, but yeah, so uh, he needs to he needs to follow all of us. He needs to follow this podcast, Ian McDermott, because we I love know, we man, love him. One at a time, you know, one at a time. Uh, speaking of. Um, well, I guess there really isn't a good way seg- segue for it, but I haven't heard anything about a press pass for Celebration yet. Me neither. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> for you guys. Oh, shit. I mean, we have until, what, Wednesday the 27th or Thursday the 28th? I think it's the 28th, right? I'm supposed to hear. Well, the de- it's the deadline shut now. The deadline's closed. Yeah, it? 22nd. Yeah, yeah the Ooh. deadline's closed, but it's a matter of who... It's not, you know, it's not looking you know. good, Jimmy, is it? It is not looking good. It, we have time. We have hope. We have hope. We have hope. We have we time. Have hope. Yes, we do. So we'll see what Rebe- happens. Rebellions are built on hope. Press They're passes. also built on illicit gains financially. Press passes are built on hope. <laughs> Heard. <laughs> Heard indeed. Free entry into the celebration is built on hope. <laughs> Can I get any more in? Uh, I don't know. What I, I don't know what I need to. I can't think of any more. Life, life is built on hope. Life is built uh, on hope. Uh, I don't know. Uh, our week in Star Wars is built on hope. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> I gotta say, uh, my week in Star Wars. Hmm. Weeks. Two weeks. Yep. Two weeks. Oh, two weeks in Star two, Wars. Two weeks um, in Star Wars. I got mine if you need time. Think about it. No, no, I don't. Oh. Uh, I started unpacking all of my X-Wing miniatures version 1.0. Um... <laughs> All that stuff out on my uh, shelf. We don't want to hear. We don't want to hear about shells. that. That's like mm-hmm. the old version. We don't want to hear about that. They hold out. They hold out dated stuff, Jimmy. That's God, old. it's awful. I tell you what, though, those <clears throat> figures, though, the detail on them, God, they look good. But yeah, that's pretty much it, boys. I uh, reread. Um, I reread, and this will be a, a sort of mini spoiler of things to come. But Sizzle. I reread a portion of Star Wars: Children of the Jedi by Barbara Hambly. Ooh. Um, and what every, makes you do that? every fan <clears throat> listening that knows about that book right now is cringing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <clears throat> yeah, it's just not good. Um, but we'll talk I mean, about it you know, it is what it is. It set up a lot of good things in it and uh, a lot of very 
inherently wrong things with the overarching Star Wars storyline that I'm going to get into uh, momentaneously or momentarily. We'll see. Ooh, okay. But yeah, so anyways, uh, <clears throat> our week's Star Wars. Kev, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? Except playing with your Sheev, of course. Oh, my Sheev's been taking a pounding. <laughs> that blue lightning. Oh, blue lightning. Oh, mm, that blue, blue veined lightning. lightning. The blue... The blue. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. We talked about that last time, didn't we, my Sheev? <clears throat> Are we still talking <laughs> about the Emperor? <laughs> Here, here's one. Kevin is Sheev, a short story. It is. Oh, God, that needs to get made. That needs to get... <laughs> that needs to get done, doesn't it? A short, get, long Get story. done and made. <laughs> yeah. I, and, I want, and I do want an opening crawl in my... Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. This is a, this is a really slow-moving opening crawl, though. This short, long story. Yeah. yeah. He took his sheave in his hand. <laughs> and, caressed, and caressed it. Opening for play crawl. It. <laughs> yep, yep. I, no, I haven't really done a lot, I've got to be honest. I don't think, because we, we talked about, that was the last thing I got. I got a couple of new comics. I got um, the, um, is it the Age of Republic one, isn't it? I got the Anakin and I got the Count Dooku one, which are pretty good. Can you good. tell? Can you tell me about those? I actually am a little bit ignorant to these. I, I know that they're out there, but I haven't actually you know, looked into them. Yeah, it's it's like there's part of a series that are set on. It just tells a little. It's just like a one issue, comp- short story. Yeah, of like um, a certain character. So they've done. Let me think just offhand. So I know they did. Qui Gon Jinn was the first one, <clears throat> which is kind of set. Um, it's set. Um, let me think, because I've read it. I have read it. It's, it's set with Obi-Wan, isn't it? Have you read that one, Ed? It's set with... That's the one where they're talking Obi-Wan. about Anakin? Yes, I think that's the one. I mean, then there's... Anakin. So it's like during Phantom Menace. <clears throat> I think so, yeah. It is. Um, so there's, let me think what there is. There's Qui-Gon. <clears throat> there is Darth Maul. Um, there is a uh, Django Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Count Dooku... And there's a current Anakin Skywalker one, which is set during the Clone Wars. Um, I won't go into them because people have probably not read them yet. And I know you guys haven't, but they're really good. They're just like a one-off issue per character. And it just tells a little story. Um, So they are one-offs. They're not a series. mm, The the series is the like time period. Yeah, they're just a one-off. And I think next is Padme's next. I think... Um, there's definitely a Padme coming, and I can't remember what the other ones are just off the top of my head. But yeah, they're they're, they're pretty good actually. They kind of like the I really like the Obi Wan Kenobi one. It was set when he took <clears throat> when Anakin's quite young, and it's it's kind of like his doubts as a um, you know as like having Anakin and his Padawan and stuff like that. But and it's, he takes him on his first mission, so it's kind of like the first mission that he takes mm. um, little Anakin on. Um, Lenny, Lenny. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of all I've done recently. I think. Um, well, speaking of Clone <clears throat> Wars era, I've been listening to the audiobook of Shatterpoint. You guys heard of that? Ooh. Oh, um, no. What was that one about? <laughs> 
it's it a, sounds really familiar. Paint that picture for me. It's a, it's a, it's by Matthew Stover, and it's set in like the Clone Wars era, mm-hmm. and it's about Mace Windu. It's not yep, okay. It's, it's not canon, but I right. uh, I wanted to check it out because I like Mace. And it's, you, it's, what do you think? It's published in 03, just to give you an idea. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it a lot, actually. I, I just love, like, the way some of the <coughs> new books dived into, like, how the Force felt to some of the Jedi, like, in their head. You know, like, <coughs> they can sense this and that. And, like, for this, for this book in particular, like, he can sense these shatter points with, like, you know, in terms of, like, what will happen if he interferes at these points in time or in physically and time-wise and wherever. Existentially? Yeah. So, like, he so could just like sense a, them. That's, so like, a special thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I like it. I like it a lot. And he goes to his home planet and tries to, like, rescue. I'm, I'm only, like, halfway into it. He's kind of, like investigating what happened to his Padawan hmm. or former Padawan sorry Depo Balaba Depo Havalafalafal what? Depo Balaba Depo Balaba oh sure 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 she's a master she becomes a master already mm. but he used she used to be um, his Padawan and cool she sits I like on her. the council I believe yeah she does <clears throat> so yeah mm. are there any are there <clears throat> like classic characters in there as well with it. I know you said Mace Windu's in it. Is anyone like Obi Wan Kenobi in it or Yoda or anything like that? Or I like at the beginning when he's, you know, deciding to take this mission, on when he's on Coruscant. Yes, mm. but so far he's on the mission. He's alone and he's trying to figure out what happened to Depa, who, as Depa? you may or may not know, becomes whose master. Kane and Jarrus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Peppa. Mm. No, not Peppa Pig. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Now that would be amazing. <clears throat> That's cool. <laughs> Jedi. Now, yeah, yeah, she becomes the master of Padawan Caleb Dune, if you will. <clears throat> Doom. Yep. Not N. Um, Kane and Jarrus. Sure, oh, sure. sure. Oh, that's cool. No, I've never never read that book. Never considered it. I mean, it's not canon now anyway, so... Mm. Well, it's tough because <clears throat> I, I mean, I read a, a most most of the EU books, clearly. Um, excuse me, something's stuck in my throat tonight. However, the prequel expanded universe stuff, legend stuff, I was like, eh, I'm just going to give that a good leave it alone. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. Just something you know, about it that's just really screams awful to me. What? Kev loves the prequels. <sighs> oh. I guess oh, the direct the direct prequels it's... about like those <clears throat> characters. I I guess sometimes I have a problem because I never really like, bonded with those characters really well. Yeah, and now now that the Clone Wars cartoons come out, I've appreciated the story behind it more and the prequels, yeah, and like all that in the setting. So I like it a lot more than I used to. So that that makes reading this book way better. But mm-hmm. I could tell at the time, like, uh, I don't think so. Mm. But anyway, 
I think I think there were so many Clone Wars things that came out at the time. There wasn't there, like especially with the Clone Wars cartoon. To then read, I was kind of like Jimmy on it that I kind of just thought I can't be bothered to read a lot of the non-canon Clone Wars stuff. There's quite a lot of cartoons, um, cartoons, um, comic books as well about them and set in the Clone Wars as well. That you just kind of think I've kind of got enough of Clone Wars stuff with you know the Clone Wars cartoons, if you will, because there's quite a lot of those. So <clears throat> it's interesting you say you you wanted to catch up with the with that one and shatter point and yeah. see what it was. And uh, mm. I'm kind of might look into other ones, maybe. Mm. We'll see. Uh, but speaking of Clone Wars, <coughs> I finished my rewatch of mm. all of them. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to talk about that? Woo. I, uh, man, the last season is just amazing. Mm. It is so yeah. good. And yeah. the Ahsoka stuff. Oh, uh, and the Ahsoka, the Yoda <laughs> stuff and the Ahsoka stuff. Like the Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Order was such like such good artistry when because it shows like the skyline of course on the background barely <coughs> it's like kind of shot level and then they're on the front steps of the temple and he's like trying to be like you know stay don't go and then she's like don't no, go and she's oh. and then he's like i understand i've wanted i've thought about leaving too or you know what i mean and it's it's just really moving <clears throat> love it. Love it. It, it is definitely it, that's definitely one of those scenes where you don't get you you look past that it's an animated show. It's like wow, this is actually really good acting. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Did you good. did you find the TV show? Because I've only watched it once through. Did you find it like better? Yes. second time around and i loved it i loved it the first time don't get me wrong but some of the stories when you watched it the first time around there were garbage stories that yeah that didn't work and all the, but, all you know, the i love the the night sisters stuff and yeah. i love the mm. yeah, which is the great and some of that was i always said i love um, force lore like give that to me all day mm, all those all those episodes lore. are great the ones that weren't yeah. good when i first watched it got better just because I was, you know, looking for mm-hmm. other things and mm-hmm. appreciating it. I, I, I kind of like the Mandalorian stuff. I like the Kenobi stuff as well. I think that, that was great. Um, that definitely got better for me. Because yeah, before yeah, I was like, I mean, why do I care yeah. about Mandalore? Mm. Apologies but to people now. that love Mandalore. But um, <laughs> now, I'm, yeah, I'm all in on it. I'm looking mm. forward to the Mandalorian and... How that fits in with everything and about are you time, are you dying? No, I had a hiccup. I was trying to stifle. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen yes. to them. They're dying. R two. It's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of R two, uh, and then you know the last few episodes, R two takes Yoda to Dagobah, mm. and you're thinking like, yeah, when Luke goes to Dagobah. Is R2 like, <laughs> I've been I mean, here before. I'm just going to crash it into the planet. <laughs> I, mean, if, I know who Yoda is. I'm going to, you know. I know I'm sure they'll have like, the What is R2 he thinking? Was, he was hiding. But yeah, but why, why would Yoda live there? <laughs> but like, of I, all the places. Come on, man. Find somewhere nice. Yeah, when, when Luke's like, no, we're going to Dagobah System. R2 is probably like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was there, like, 
I don't know, 19 years ago. 20 yeah. years ago. Place is a shithole. Shit oh no! I'm gonna go see Yoda. Oh, that guy! He's the one that got me there. All right, that, well, whatever. That, that funny talking guy. Oh no, not him again. Not that dude again. Oh Jesus! Here we go. I loved it though. Like in that whole him learning, talking to Qui Gon, mm. talking to those those five cosmic force people that are just represent you know happy joy and sadness mm. and anger and all that i mean obviously it's a metaphor for like life also mm. but it's just a cool <clears throat> cool thing all in all it's like inside out as well the pixel film <laughs> yeah no honestly yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i know so. but yeah i mean i want to i want to try and, I, and we, we talked briefly last time um, i do want to try and get through the Clone Wars. I'm going to re-watch them and try and get them before Celebration and whip through that. So I've, I've, I've only watched them once all the way through, just the once, you know, and I think I could get through them. It's like 20 minutes an episode. Um, yeah, no, I, I I had watched it all the way through once and then, like, spots here and there. Like, I would re-watch a couple episodes here and there. So I had never gone through it all again. Mm, okay. So this was technically my second time, plus a little bit, but mm. definitely Liga. worth. I'll try and, I'll try definitely and watch worth it. Celebration. I'll try Either watch that, or at least before the next season comes out on Disney Plus mm. this fall or whenever it is. I don't even know. I think it's this fall. Mm. Could be wrong. I think. But yeah, so. Where are we at here? Oh yeah, so then I've I watched Clone Wars. I I'm in the middle of Shatterpoint. Mm-hmm. And I pre ordered General Lando the Fungo Pop. Ooh. Which I hear is actually available in stores at some places. But I went on Amazon, saw it on pre order, I was like, fuck it. It was only like nine bucks, so Don't. Wait, General Lando like episode nine General Lando or Return of the Jedi, General. Return of the Jedi. No, it's Return of the Jedi. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, spoiler alert. Ooh. Right, right. So did you see? Did you see some of the stuff? Well, there's a Leia from Return of the Jedi in the Ewok village with like her hair braided and stuff, and that dress. They're doing some like um, exclusive packs coming out, aren't they? Yeah. Um, There's like a Clash on the Supremacy one, is there something that's got one with the Kylo and. Praetorian Guard. There's one with a Ray and a Praetorian Guard. I think there's the Endor one, isn't there? There's some quite cool Funkos <coughs> coming out. Like there's like some pictures at the Toy Fair. Um, I love the, <coughs> I love the uh, Vader one. Have you seen the Vader one? No, the, the Jedi, like the Lightning one. So it's like the Vader Wrath one. Oh, like great. he's he's getting zapped. Yeah, yeah. So like you know when he throws the Emperor down the shaft at the end. There's like a Funko Pop of that coming out. Um, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you guys find... I mean, obviously, Palpatine's smart. He's not going to teach everything to his, his apprentice right off, or mostly. But did you at all find it odd that Vader never learned Force Lightning? I when, have an explanation when, for when that. When Dooku mm-hmm. did... 
Surely, because he's more machine than man, he wouldn't have the force lightning. Bingo. That's pot. I guess that'd be right. But you could do it from, like, your stump. Right? <laughs> so, there was an explanation right? to this uh, in the... Oh, what was it? Legacy of the Force. Wait, what, what yeah, was the what's the what's the what's the book series when uh, Jason goes dark? Oh Jesus! You know what I mean when he kills Mara Jade and all that stuff. I don't think I read it's, that. Spoiler alert. Yeah, um, just <laughs> whatever. I know Everyone loves spoilers. I do genuinely know which one you mean, but I can't remember the name of it. Go on. Hold on, hold on. I got it right here. Wait for it. Oh God! Anyways, there's a description. Remember, so there's a there's a dark Sith character named Lumia, and she makes an appearance in like uh, I think some of the odd novels or comics or something like that. And she had a um, <coughs> excuse me, she had this thing with Luke Skywalker where she like tried to seduce him and all this other stuff, um, and it just never really like worked. Um, however, she made a, she she started to teach Jason Solo. Like what the um, how to be a uh, a Sith and stuff like that. Legacy of the Force, yeah, that's what it is. So she's teaching Jason how to be, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and she's teaching him Force lightning, but she can't actually do it. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, why? He's like, well, because I'm more machine than human. Mm-hmm. And something about the Force lightning, and maybe even a couple of the other dark side powers, you have to be like like your full entity, like whomever you are, like organic. meant to be. Yeah. Organic kind of thing. Um, and she said, that's why Lord, that's why Vader would never have been able to ascend to the title of dark, dark Lord of the Sith because he just wouldn't able to have like evolved to that point with his skill levels. You know what I mean? I mean, he's still super badass, but he couldn't get to, he could never really get to Palpatine's level. And that was one of the explanations why he couldn't ha- utilize force lightning. Like it would, it would short out his his shit. Like his. I don't know if it was necessarily do do that. Like from that te- like technical physical standpoint, I just don't think like he could draw on enough energy in his body to do it because he would need all of his like organic energy or something yeah, like that. Th- th- I remember reading that somewhere, and it because he's because he's just a torso. Mm. Pretty much. I mean, he has a hand that he can wave with. Oh no, wait, just kidding. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he's quadruple. Mm. Amputee. He's bad. But yeah, surely that would be that makes sense. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, the Funkos look great. The Funkos look. Yeah, I saw a Han, Endor Han, and mm-hmm. the Lando and the Leia. Uh, I don't know what else there is. There could be more. There is more. There's a wicket. Oh, nice. Yeah. When you what? There's a Palpatine. Yeah. Did you see the Emperor one? Yeah. Um, there's a layer from the Ewok village when they um, have somehow have the clothes for her that fit her perfectly. Oh yeah, and know how to braid <laughs> hair. <laughs> 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 what? Uh, Ewoks, yeah. they're fucked up. Yeah, but awesome. Unless somebody said that somebody said at the New York Toy Fair that um, I think that happened the other weekend that like the, the, the <coughs> Funko is one of the most popular booths there. It's mm. just huge displays of 
still th- they I think I think they settled Why? No, I it's cuz they settled into this like this cost niche where it's like half as Ooh. much as the black series. And then they're cute. Yeah. So together Why? you got cost and cuteness yeah. and cuteness. <laughs> I'm really holding back here. <laughs> Yeah, that was. That Sorry, was my light started flickering. That was really bizarre. That freaked me out. Well, it is wind, windy out right now. I believe. That was you like, didn't... Are you using your force lightning, Ed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, uh, something came back to my mind. Something about how you need to have the open palm of your hand to summon force lightning. Yeah, That's I was just going to say of... you'd have to have your skin. Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's wearing like, gloves. I feel like and... with the force. I mean, we are talking dark side, so it could be like a dark side thing. But like with the force, it shouldn't be limited to that. You know what I mean? Like, right. like it, like you could point your penis and shoot it out of there. Well, that's you. You almost hit your hand. You can't do that. It has to be like a physical <laughs> part of your being. Otherwise, I could like fire it off the side of my head or something like that. And that just doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make for good television, Ed. No, it's not making for good television. That's a good point. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, all you, ha- all you, all you have to think about is is this going to make me money in the long run? Yes or no? Blue and vein watching, lightning. Watching watching someone walk around with force lightning come out of their head is just is too fucking ridiculous even for Star Wars. Sorry, oh. not sorry. So who taught Dooku how to use it? Did he yeah. learn that himself? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure Sheev did. That's what it, that's what the Clone what Wars saying, yeah. implied the show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah, that's what I said. Because it's like clearly he uses that in Attack of the Clones and everything, and in, and obviously in the Clone Wars as well. Mm-hmm. So it does imply that Palpatine taught him that. It's, so there must be. It saves I always him. That, it saves yeah. him multiple times. Like mm-hmm. uh, Asajj Ventress was gonna kill him, mm-hmm. and without mm-hmm. Force Lightning, he wouldn't have won. So, mm. oh Asajj. I could use a massage. Right? Bob Craft massage. Oh, too soon. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Does Kevin know that one? What's that oh. one? <laughs> the owner of the Patriots. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. Oh, that's all over <laughs> the, uh, the, the news over here. It's all over the world. He's being charged. Yeah. Soliciting just, prostitution. He's just like, oh, the Patriots are out of the news, the headlines. I got to bring them back. Oh, yeah. Bring them back. Uh, okay, that's my week. So that leads us to... Are you kidding me? And I think it's James's turn. Is that right? You got Ooh, one? Yeah. Oh, I got a doozy. All right. So Are You Kidding Ooh. Me is a segment we do where we take anything in Star Wars, literally anything, that makes one say, oh, fuck, I'm never ready for this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's not how it goes, Ed. <laughs> anything in Star Wars that makes one say... Are you kidding me? And yes. we talk about it. So, uh, here we go. It's going to be an edit. It's not. It's not. I'm leaving it in. <clears throat> ooh, ooh, we're doing it live. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked. Well. Oh, it's me. Hello. <laughs> it's you. Welcome. I didn't see you there. Have a seat. Pull up a chair. Put your legs up. We're going... On a journey. We're going to go back to uh, 19... 
freaking years. 1995. Ooh. The year Al Gore invented the internet. Maybe. <laughs> Probably This not. is four years before the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yep, and only two years after I was born. Uh, so False. That's a false. That's fake news. So we're looking Bullshit. at Star Wars, Children of the <clears throat> Jedi, Barbara Hambly. But the way I just said that, I'm not going to be talking about how awful this book is or how awfully she wrote it with all the inconsistencies about how Luke felt the destruction of Karada, even though he was in a state of unconsciousness, which this happened during Champions of the Force, written by Kevin J. Anderson, or that Kip Duren destroyed the Sun Crusher, not Luke. Like they implied in this book that Luke, this book that Luke did it, but he actually didn't. Kip Duren did it. Anyways, that is irregardless of the conversation at hand. Irregardless is not a word, by the way. I want to go into Luke's wife. Mrs. Skywalker, the first wife and meant to be partner of Mr. Luke Skywalker himself. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, Callista Ming. Callista. Formerly Callista Masana. I think she was in the Clone Wars book, uh, No Prisoners by Karen Travis, where she interacted with Ahsoka and Captain Rex. That was pretty cool. She's also in Darksaber by Kevin J. Anderson, which is sort of a continuation of the story. But so... Back in the days of post Clomore era, uh, experimental uh, this experimental dreadnought, which looks like a moon, called the Aya Palpatine, sent on a mission to destroy an enclave of Jedi on the planet of Belsavis. All right, so this is pre Clomore, post Clone Wars era, but pre trilogy era. Actually, no, it was during Clone Wars, maybe afterwards. Anyways, it's an enclave of Jedi not associated with the Order, and <clears throat> this dreadnought goes out there. And the Jedi there, they're not really Jedi, but the kind of Jedi. They attack this dreadnought, super dreadnought, and one person sacrifices herself to like put her brain in the computer to keep the ship from like fulfilling its mission and killing all these people. And that was Kalissa. She so her brain is in the computer. Fast forward 50, 60 years. There is some nebula, someplace. Luke Skywalker's out there. He sees her in the computer, falls in love with her. I will say, um, Where's the quote that I, my page that I was going to be flipping to? Ah, here it is. Nope. Shit. Oh, God, no. Did you lose it? I, wrote, I lost it. Oh, what was the quote that I have? But anyways, it's okay. I'll figure it out, folks. Luke falls in love, all right? And now this connection that with he has with, her, with the computer. <laughs> but the, however, the, compu- the connection that he has with her character, Callista, is way more intense and serious than it is with Mara. I mean, if you recall, Mara and Luke hook up at the end of like the uh, Thrawn duology, Vision of the Future, Spectre of the Past thing, or Spectre of the Past and Vision of the Future. And they hook up and get married. And it's like, boom, that's it. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, this is bullshit. He's in love with Callista Ming. I was laughing when I see that word Ming. He is in love with her. She is in love with him. There's like definitely a connection there. But during this, at this point, Darksaber is going on at the same time, being written roughly around the same time by Kevin J. Anderson. You have the the Black Knight or the Knight Hammer, the Superstar Destroyer command by Admiral Da and Captain Pellion was with him oh, too. Yeah. And yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that's also but that's also where Callista is with Luke, and they're together, like together, together. Like this is cool. But as a result of her going into this new body, 
So, spoiler alert, at the end of the book, you're not going to read. She transferred herself into the body of a Jedi student that Luke had who was sacrificing her life to save them all. So, like, tit for tat. And so, <clears throat> however, during this transition, Callista loses all of her powers. And so, she's just some normal non-Force user um, trailing around with Luke. And Luke's taking her to Hoth. He's taking her to Dagobah. Everywhere he can to try to, like, get her Force powers back. And finally, she's like... I gotta get out of here. Just quote, I have to go on my own odyssey. I'm confident that someday I will rediscover my powers. That way I can come back to you on my own terms. That's like, I love you forever and I'm coming back. So then she just disappears and what? He just shacks up with Mara? Why? Because she's some kind of like bad girl that he's super into. It's like, oh, damn, I want some of that. It's a big question. Are you kidding me? And so the writers all get together and be like, ah, no, the Callista thing, this is too short, long, or excuse me, this is uh, not short enough. It's too long and drawn out. Let's put him with a super badass force user like Mara Jade. So the are you kidding me thing is that are you kidding me why is not Callista Luke's wife instead of Mara Jade? Wow. I, you know, it's a literary are you kidding me. It got a little bit serious there. I got a little bit deep, uh, but I really – Really just want to throw that out there and let people know that even though there doesn't seem to be any love life Luke Skywalker right now in the new trilogy, that his first wife, true love, Callista Ming, hurt. Mm. What, uh, does she come back like later? Oh, yeah. So, okay. Let's take – thank you for reminding me, Ed. <coughs> so let's take the true – actual person who should be in love with Luke Skywalker and let's turn her into this like Medusa tentacle tree <laughs> evil badass thing called Abeloth, Abeloth and the uh, vision, you know, the last whatever force um, not, it wasn't Legacy of the Force, we just read that one, but Fate of the Future Fate of the Force, whatever where they discover like 10 million Sith on this freaking planet, but um, he turns her into that and Oh, here's the quote I was looking for at the very end. Even when he does confront Abeloth, he was surprised to realize how much he still loved Callista Ming after so many years. So even then, like, even though his wife's death is still kind of fresh, Mara Jade Skywalker, he's still thinking about Callista and how much he really loved her from the get-go so long ago. Hmm. So that's my are you kidding me? He loved her the whole time. So why be... With Mara Jade, he just wanted what some hot side squeeze. Come on, <clears throat> that, yeah. Well, was, wasn't there a thing where like uh, <coughs> did Mara Jade orchestrate her leaving, disappearing? Calissa, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because she wanted to like disappear and not tell Luke, so she left her a note or whatever. Yeah, oh, totally <laughs> backhand. She's like, bitch, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Mm. Like, I, I just, yeah, that was a whole. I don't know. Maybe it like. See, I feel like that's more human and more relatable to people, this story, more accurate storyline, than just being like, oh, I'm going to hook up with a super hot, crazy force using redhead. You know what I mean? Like, and I, maybe because of the time they wrote the book back in the early 90s when, oh, you, you can't, you can't feminize men. You can't make them like, you can't like take away their gun and their big dick of personality and stuff like that. No, he has to be like super strong and awesome and, she had to cower and leave in secret because there was no way that he was going to let her leave 
Sorry, I just went all super social justice warrior on you guys, but you, uh, you did there, man. You did there, proper. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Like they could have done that, and they could have wrote a better story, but Ooh. they didn't. And now look what we got. We got Abeloth, which was like the worst story of all. So what's that in there? Because isn't that? I haven't read these books for like, so long. Because it, it, what what's? Because Dark Saber's set the follow up, isn't it? To is that right? That's the follow up to the one we've been talking about. Uh, Dark Saber is the follow up to the Jedi Academy trilogy because that basically continues uh, off for Admiral Dalla's theme. You know what I mean? She's also in that planet of Twilight, which is the one we spoke about before, isn't she? Is that at the at the very end of it? Yeah, yeah. She sends a message to Luke about something about he gets a message from her, doesn't he? And something I can't remember that because I got I read these books in the nineties and I haven't read them since, and I can't remember them that well because I hated that. I think we mentioned in one of the previous podcasts that planet it was of Twilight awesome. is one of one of the worst books I've ever read from the Star Wars stuff. Yep. And I remember yep. she sends him a message or something in about Leia or something or something like that. Honestly, dude, you'll know better than me on this one. Um, because doesn't because Leia gets kidnapped, doesn't she? In that with the 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 hut thing, is it or something? Or oh, and they kid and they kidnap oh, the kids geez. and oh yeah, yeah, real, real, just yeah, really it's not absolute not a thing. Mm. So that's because that isn't so isn't this a trilogy then? Um, Children of the Jedi was a standalone. It was just sort of meant to kind of accompany Darksaber. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, there's a lot of weirdness. There is definitely a lot of weirdness going on there. It's a little bit, I remember thinking it it must be like a little bit like the new trilogy because like, I'm sure, obviously she, she wrote the book and then Kevin Anderson wrote another book and then she sort of finished it off and I kind of think it parallels, like, The Force Awakens to The Last Jedi to mm. Episode Nine. That, like, it has different writers and different ways it's going. Right. Um, but, yeah, um, I yeah, I, I can't remember those books that well at all. I hate – I know I've read them, and I hated them. Uh, you know, I hated I, them. the thing is, though, like, now, because we're so freaking dry for material – I might try to start reading some of that like super old stuff again. Mm. Well, it's like me reading Shatterpoint, right? Yeah. Mm. That's true. Mm. All right. I mean, it's all good stuff. So there we are. There we go. That's my Are You Kidding Me? He had a first wife. Just nobody ever recognized it. But you know what? We do here in the Scruffy Looking Podcasters because that's what we do. We help the common man. Yep. Oh, yeah. The computer wife. Computer yeah, that's right. The first cyber wife. <laughs> Abeloth is interesting because I never read that stuff. Um, yeah, you, you was, didn't like it. I, I mean, it was good. It was weird. Because um, she uh, uses her body, I guess. I don't know. Or whatever. Yes, it it does, and in and just in a weird way, and yeah, it's like it's like it's her, but not really her. And then they tie in center point. The uh, showdown, the Corellian trilogy. Oh, they do. Because yeah, because oh. remember the space station center point. Like mm-hmm. when they utilized center point, it triggered all the center points in the galaxy, and that like awoke Abeloth and set a whole bunch of shit in motion. 
it's really very intertwining and interesting at first until you find out like with the big reveal who the character bad guy is and it's awful yeah all right it's good i like these little good one jimmy good one you like yeah you know i i I wanted to i know again not a favorite book by any means surely but it is kind of cool to like dip back in time because this book ultimately if you want to think about it this book ties in with so many other trilogies and it's just one standalone great it ties into the the jedi academy trilogy champions of the force it ties into dark saber it ties into the fate of the jedi series that's what it's called i think fate of the jedi book series whatever so there's a lot of stuff that it that it connects into and touches upon a lot of themes that um, are overemphasized in some of the newer movies and books now, where it was like a little bit more subtle and maybe a little bit more like natural, I would say. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. <clears throat> well, speaking of first wives, second wives, let's talk about, sure, let's sure. talk about toys. You like that segment? <laughs> Segway. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> it's caught me by surprise. I I gotta be honest. As far as links and that was terrible. That's what I was going for, to be honest. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, I just don't know how that kind of segue. Hey, in. you know what? It happened. Let's it talk happened. about fuck fucking toys. But, what happened in the and this? Kev, toys, Kev will take the lead on toys. this. Toys, 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 toys. He's more into it than we are. My collecting head was, oh, and meltdown. Absolute meltdown. (laughs) There was a toy fair, right? Yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean, rather bizarrely, Jimmy was in New York that weekend and didn't even have the... Didn't 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 he even have the... What? He even asked asked if there was anything going on. We're like, we didn't say anything. Wait, I did. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was it was the weekend you were invited. We thought people. you were joking. Mm. No, I no, I was there. I was like, hey, is there anything going on in Star Wars this weekend in New York? And I didn't get a response. I'm like, all right, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna go get yeah, fucked was- up. <laughs> oh, and I did. I think it was the 16th to the 19th or something, wasn't it? Was that that's the weekend you were there, wasn't it? Uh yes, last weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it looked it looks amazing. I mean. I don't know. I presume it's open to the public. It's not one of those that isn't. It's not like a. Um, yeah, it's a fair. So. Yeah, so I'm presuming, um, you know, that it was it was open to everybody. But yeah, I mean, there, there was so much Star Wars things happening. I mean, I'm not. I just can't cover all of it, but I'll cover the bits that really sort of um, stuck out because I think the actual toy fair opens with like I think it opened with a Lego preview. Uh, and I know Ed, you've got you collect a bit of Lego, don't you? I've never been a Lego collector at all, apart from when people give me free things out of the goodness <laughs> of their heart, out of their goodness of, of their heart. Um, yeah, I wouldn't call it collecting for me. It's just like something cool or someone something someone bought me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. I, I, I mean, I've been I've been having a look at it and following it just to see what was coming out, to see if there was any interest in it. And I think the actual toy fair opened. Um, with like the Lego preview and it pretty much focused on it on the Star Wars stuff and um there's quite a lot of um <coughs> new stuff coming out 
but they're doing like really weird, like some sort of um, they're, they're kind of like more interactive Lego things where you can kind of like shoot things and um, yeah, like, like well, the Millennium act- Falcon I have, you can like shoot. Yeah, it's quite interesting looking at some of the sets that are coming out. So the, I mean, I know they're doing like um some stuff coming out from resistance so there's like um i think there's like a tie interceptor coming out or something like that there's a major von reg tie fighter coming out oh you like that you jimmy? See, like, resistance stuff what you would you would love that jimmy wouldn't you you would oh. absolutely love it oh mm. but there's just like there's just loads of stuff coming out there's like a star killer base set coming out there's a host generator attack coming out and they look really cool they look you know as this most of the lego stuff does um they've got some 20th anniversary sets coming out um i think they've got it looks like they're reissuing like the slave one <clears throat> in, like, a 20th anniversary one for the phantom menace stuff and um <laughs> Which is, you know, there's Anakin's pod racer coming out. There's a snow speeder coming out. There's a scout walker coming out. There's a, it's just, you know, so for Lego collectors, I think over the next six months or so, there's going to be some fantastic stuff coming out. Um, but the, the action sets look quite good, like the Echo Bay stuff and the Endor ones, because it says that, like, the figures in there, you can, like, interact with it. And basically, I think you can, like, shoot things from it and things... You know what I mean? It's like more a more interactive Lego set um, rather than it just be a display thing. Um, but yeah, there's just tons of Lego sets coming out. I think there's loads from Marvel and stuff like that coming out. So, um, did you see any of it, Ed? Did you have a look at any? I did not see any of the Lego stuff. I saw a little of the mm. Hasbro, but well, that I mean, that's that was the bit that. I was following more than anything the Hasbro stuff. The Black um, Series. This, oh, dude, there's just some. Mike, I've got to be honest. So they, they, they previewed some Black Series figures. They're just Uh-oh. like the, the standard. Yeah, they, to be honest, uh, there wasn't anything that really caught my eye, to be honest. You know, that, that because the, 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 it showed you like a Dryden Voss and a Han Solo from Minban. Signs of coming out pre- they're, they're coming out pretty soon, I think. I think they might be out April. Yeah, yeah. Dude, don't, don't. I know. I know, I know, I know. Um, I think then there's kind of like an Imperial Jump Trooper. There's a Luke Stormtrooper disguise from the Death Star. Oh, game. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. mm. But I won't be getting it, dude. I'm not uh, just casually, casually browsing game. over. No, see, this is the sign mm, of a true no. addict. He's saying, no, no, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I'm getting all of it. Like if yeah. I see a good deal, like one dollar off, I'm getting what, it. What, I wonder what number it will have on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Luke and Stormtrooper outfit would be cool. That's iconic. It looks. I mean, the the, the figures now, the Black Series stuff is. Well, we've talked about it before. It's just. I think it's it's brilliant. They have a um, Han yeah. one too. No, they. I, I think that might. Have, oh no, they will. They don't. They will. You have to have, yeah, you have, yeah. And then then a Chewy and Manacles. Well, see, that's the thing. Once you get one, then you get both. And then you need that classic Carrie Fisher. You know what I mean? Because would you agree with me? And I want to interrupt you real, but I just need to ask you this question. Do you think that there's a real correlation between the uh, super collecting of the Black Series figures and the people who like to 
like set up the skits and the models with them and stuff like that. The reenacting sequences. They must be, yeah. 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 I'm kind okay. of je- like I would if, if if I didn't have things to spend my money on that I should over this. <laughs> I would definitely be into it. What like family and <laughs> Yeah, you know, like life. <laughs> That's cool. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to derail you off the toy. I just really, I really had that burning question with the the black series. So go on, please. Oh no, no, no! It's a, it's a great question because I know there's. Um, have you seen, like, some of the people that like set up scenes from Star Wars and photograph it using these action figures? So it's they use amazing. The three, oh, unbelievable! So they use like the three and three quarter stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which has got really obviously detailed over the years. I mean, when I was collecting the the Kenner stuff from the seventies, back and 80s, in the day, you know, I love that stuff. That's still my favourite shit. But the figures are so basic, and but that's what I love about them. Now they've become. I mean, I was reading about the Black Series stuff. How they actually scan the actor's face to get the likeness so true to them that you just kind of think. I mean, it shows you, like, because there's a Vice Admiral Holdo coming out and a Mace Windu, and they just look exactly like them. If you, you That's know, awesome. Part of the, yeah. I think there's a Padme one coming out from the, like, Geonosis oh. battle. But there wasn't anything, really, that I kind of thought, oh, God, you know, I must, I've got it. I mean, I'll buy the Dryden Voss and the Han Solo Minbound one because I'm collecting the Solo figures. Um, but the others are probably, you know won't get you know i'm not, I'm not too sort of boss no, you know. <laughs> he's getting them all folks do you know what you know you said that no, i've said that i'm fucking i'm gonna fight them. every urge i'm gonna fight every urge not to buy them just to prove you wrong dude <laughs> do it <laughs> so you know um but there's some new some new black series figures coming out have you seen they're called Hyper Real. No. Series. Oh, tell. Well, the one announced at the minute is a Darth Vader one. <clears> which is, so this, it's slightly bigger. It's like eight inches. Oh, pardon. Um, so it's, <laughs> Are we still talking about Darth Vader? <laughs> Black Spire. Right, Ed, it's eight, oh! inches in le- yes. eight inches in length. Eight inches in length. <laughs> Black Spire. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> That that will mean nothing for people that didn't listen last week, won't it? <laughs> yeah, well, now they have to go back and listen. They should indeed. They should indeed. But they look, it looks amazing. It's, but it, it, they're, they're retailing at something like $80 per, oh, per figure. Oh, shit. Damn. Damn. Not, yeah. yeah, I think the first one, the Vader comes out on the 1st of August this year. And it basically it's like <laughs> it, 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 it uses like ultra real detail and articulation. And it's kind of like proper resin use for the figure and stuff like that and it's got various poses you can do it it's got like a base that you put it on and you can set him up in various things i I think they're going to be doing a series of them but they've only announced the darth vader one at the minute so check it out because i think there's a new hasbro website is it hasbro pulse something like Mm -hmm. that where it got launched on there as well so you can pre-order it so i'm sure it's something like 79.99 but it looks I mean, I think it looks fantastic. But I'm thinking I ain't spending that much on one figure. I was just going to ask you, when are you getting it? Oh, nah. Uh, let me just fucking... Know. I have to go look at it. Let, 
And then I'll Let try and just... convince you to get it. <laughs> You might as well, Kev. Listen to me. You might as well drop the black series and go for these new one, these new black series. No, this is number one. Kev, this is a good time to jump on. This is number one in a series. You can be right on top of it. Have every single one. Do you know? I'll I'll be doing all this lot, and then they'll probably go. They'll it'll be at celebration, and I'll go off. Shit! I better, I better get it, Anna. I better, uh, what's yeah. it? I I'll, better be rubbing, buy it. I'll be rubbing your back while you're doing it. Standing well, up you what? Yep, rubbing yep. your your back, your back. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not. But I mean, it's... sure. No, wow, he's he's at a loss for words. I think he might do it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's not happening. I swear to you. With every How much is it for one? Mind. And they're smaller than the black series? No, they're bigger. Eight, two bigger. inches bigger. Two, yeah, the, the black series are six, six inches. And these are eight inches. inches? Yeah. So check okay. them out. They're called they're called like black series hyper real. Um, uh, I feel like that's almost <laughs> too big. Like, mm. we're... I think it. I think it's more for a kind of niche collector rather than. A special casual. display. When you when you think the black series are what fifteen twenty dollars for like a standard figure, and they're in like a box, which you know these kind of look a little bit more with that price. Like in between kind of sideshow and six inch black series people. You what, dude? Say that in, again. in between the sideshow people and the six inch black. Series yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. That came kind of like a yeah. I mean, what what's interesting? Having a look at it, if you take a look, is it's, it looks like like the Vader one with like the base and everything that maybe they could release figures where it looks like they could be like connected to it. So, you know, I don't know if you've seen like some of the Kota Bakia stuff, like the no. bounty hunter series. There's a bounty hunter series where they did all the bounty hunters from empire strikes back. And you can, it was quite expensive to do, but you could link all the bounty hunters together. And each figure came with like a Darth Vader piece so then you could uh, you could you could make a Vader from each bounty hunter that you collected. All right, so that makes, all, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. Honestly, it was brilliant. And then and then you could link them all together, and it made like a display. So uh, it, I don't know. It possibly won't do this this hyperreal stuff, but it looks like it's there's a possibility of them doing that. So they could like do a Luke from Empire or something, or maybe a an Obi Wan Kenobi from A New Hope. Yeah. And, have, and have them like interlinked together with you, you have to see it but it looks like the base could be Connect. interlinked yeah. yeah or connected or something like that and it's yeah i mean it looked it looks really good but it's like it's just you know it is quite i'm sure it's about 79.99 i may be wrong but i'm sure it was like quite expensive mm. um so you know they did they obviously displayed a lot of that um, stuff there, but other than that, there wasn't much. I don't think there was much else Black Series from there. Um, cool. There was a lot from the vintage collection. I don't know if you guys have seen any of this. You know, the figure I got you, Ed. The, yeah, the small one, the small, like two and a half, three and three quarter, or yeah, three inch one or three, something. Three and three quarters. So the vintage stuff, um, the vintage collection, they've announced some new stuff on there. So they're doing some like um, from like Jabba's Palace set. So they're doing a skiff vehicle uh i think it's going to retail for about 50 dollars uh oh, they're sure, doing a, sure. a tatooine skiff set which has got like three figures in it 
just think it's going to be about forty dollars. They've got a Jabba's Palace adventure set, which is going to be about fifty dollars. Yeah. Um, and I think that's got like an exclusive reuse figure in it, which I thought was quite cool. Um, cool. But I don't. I I've got quite a few of the vintage figures, vintage figures figures, but not the the sets that are coming out. So I'll probably leave those alone. But the but the figures. Um, there's a Lando skiff guard coming out. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Wait. Yeah. Well, I, no, have, you've got I the, have the current one. You've got the Sandstorm one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So they're releasing, which I think, so the Lando skiff guard is obviously a skiff gear, which is going to be a Walmart exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be quite cool. And then I think there's a clone trooper coming out from episode three. There's a Praetorian Guard from The Last Jedi. There's a Han Solo Storm That's Trooper. Cool. Is this oh, all out on um, Force Friday? It, it doesn't say. They, they just kind of say <laughs> fall 2019. So I'm presuming triple, it's going to be a late. Force Friday? Is that what they're calling it? Could be. Oh, yeah. They were advertising be. Triple Force Friday or whatever the hell. Mm. But the one I really like, which I thought Ed would just be, would have a huge... Something you know what on you because there's a land there's a Lando from Solo coming out as well a huge oh, sheave wait what so there's that so there's, <laughs> a land, there's, there's a Lando from Solo coming out as oh a yeah collection thing and it looks brilliant oh it looks amazing is it so it is yellow Lan- so there's a black scarf yeah it's yeah. the yeah the yellow stuff so there's actually two Lando figures coming out which is quite bizarre but, sure sure um, amazing you mean oh well. You know, I mean, he did just you. win a Grammy. What have we here? Mm. Donald, Mr. Glover. <laughs> but the, the big ones, the, the main, main thing that I took away was the new, they're bringing out, um, like, the retro figures, <coughs> which you've got to Google these. They're kind of um, three and three quarter inch, and they're based on, obviously, the... Um, original Star Wars figures that came out from sort of 77 to 84 or 85, if you count the last 12. So they've got like the retro packaging. Um, We're going to have like a um, six original figures that are going to come out. There's a Luke, Han, Chewie and Leia. There's a Vader and a Stormtrooper. Uh, These look brilliant. And then there's going to be, so similar to, do you remember the 40th anniversary figures that they brought out? Yeah, yeah. Slightly, And it's the kind of pilot, like that. pilot Luke, right? Uh, yeah, that pilot was a celebration. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a one celebration of them, yeah. exclusive. But do, but they what they're doing this time is when when they did those figures, which are slightly bigger, they did they put the Darth Vader in that playset, so you had to get like that playset to get the Vader. Well, on these, they're putting a Tarkin one in, so it's going to be an exclusive Tarkin mm. figure in like um, Escape from the Death Star game. So it's like. It's like all the retro stuff from the. It, it looks brilliant. It looks absolutely. I think this was the major thing that I took away from this. Huh. So you can get. So the figures. Um, I think <coughs> they said they're available about May. I think they're going to be available in May 2019. I think they're exclusive to Target. Um, <laughs> but check check them out because they just look. I was like. Well, I won't tell you what I was doing to myself when I saw these figures, but they look absolutely <laughs> fucking awesome. It involves, All right, um, we're, 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 we're taking 
we're taking bets right here. Um, <laughs> we're taking bets on it's going to be available at Celebration. I wonder. I, it doesn't say. It does say May 2019. But there's going to be mm. loads of exclusives at the Celebration, aren't they? There's got to be like... Have you seen they, anything they, on that yet? Yeah, I've seen the... So they announced the um, two exclusive figures from The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Which which is the Darth Maul and the Obi-Wan Kenobi figures, which are only going to be available at Celebration. And they're based on the original Episode 1 figure packaging. So do you remember that when they all came out? Yeah. Originally. So it's like the black and red figure packaging. Cool. <clears throat> So, yeah, it's like a Darth Maul and an Obi-Wan Kenobi one. I think they're going to retail at, like, twenty four ninety nine each. And they're only – so they're called, like, the Jewel of the Fates figures. And, yeah, they're Celebration exclusives. Oh, um, sure, sure. So they, they're, they're kind of like a Black Series, but they've just done them in the – like the, just basically like the Episode 1 packaging. So I'd not be buying that shit because, you know, I hate Episode 1. So, um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, you know, I fucking got to get those bad boys when I'm there, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're, we're oh, gonna yeah. be at a bar, like having a beer. Like, where's Kev? Oh, you know, he's he's in line. He's in a queue somewhere. He's, uh, I'll, he's, be, he's, he's, I'll be in a queue. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, for the get some exclusives. One. Yeah. All right. But there was, I mean, uh, so the, I mean, uh, I, I'm not. There were loads of other news, Hot Wheels stuff, and getting goddamn loads of stuff like um, puzzles and stuff. But they were the main points that. But check out that vintage line because that looks awesome. Um, yeah, man, definitely. Ooh. Hey, so Billy, so, D's, yeah. Billy D's going to be there. Hmm. Uh, speaking of celebration, Billy D's going to be there. For some autographs. Mm. Now, yeah. so, let, <laughs> let's talk about. Let, are you? Because I've got to be honest. Where are we now? How far are we away from celebration? Ah, uh, you're not far. Five weeks. Mm. Really, well, the ninth. Like seven weeks six, or something. Six, six, six seven. seven. Mm. <coughs> and I like, am not. I'm not stoked by any guess whatsoever yet. Yeah, me neither. No, nothing's mm-hmm. like a standout, like, holy shit, it's yeah. Hayden Christensen right, right. or something. Uh, or Jar Jar. <clears throat> I mean, I was pretty mm-hmm. happy about uh, Gilhenny or whatever, the guy from uh, Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah. Alan Tudyk, I'm excited for. He will be there. Uh, That's another newly-ish uh-huh. announced. I don't know if I'm going to... Oh, Edward, 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 Edward. I've already met him, sir. <laughs> He's just oh, he's not a voice actor. You're right. Now he was on Kev's, set. Kev's was on rule set. about not getting anybody that's a voice actor. No, 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 no! I didn't say voice actors from the films. I said <laughs> cartoons. Let me re- oh. let me readdress that one I right see. now. I see. Because I, I know heard. our friend Andy did <laughs> raise that point there, didn't he? Heard. To, heard. Indeed. The He's bastard like, trying to catch me out. See if James Earl Jones, I'm going to get him good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got, I've got Matthew Wood, who did Grievous. So that technically and, is a voice actor. And what else? Didn't he do the droids? 
Yeah, he's done quite a few. Yeah, yeah but I just I just got a grievous pick to sign. But no, I'm, no, I'm, what I meant to say, let me clarify that, was I'm, I'm not, not the voice actors from the cartoons. Mm. Although I might get all the resistance ones. Cause well, you, you got Freddie Prince, you got Taylor Gray, you got, you know, the Rebels people showing up. No um, way. Resistance. All the resistance people showing up. Ooh. Jesus. So <laughs> many amazing people. Uh, yeah, so that... How about the the panel they announced? The first panel, the big panel they announced for Celebration is the 20th anniversary panel for Kev's favorite Star Wars movie, <laughs> The Phantom Menace. Kev, are you going to that? You're goddamn right I am. <laughs> well, it's good that one of us will be there, Kev. Yes, yep, that's yes, good. Yes. Yeah, I, we're, I, we're thinking we might put it up to vote on Twitter or Facebook whether Kev yeah, should please. make Ed and please, James everybody. go with him. I need your help. I mean, it's going to be like one of those um, like commercials, you know, when they I don't know if you have in America where, you, where they have like I don't know, adopt a snow leopard or adopt a dog or whatever the hell it is, and I'm going to put <laughs> one out there just going like, everybody, Kev needs your help. I, I think it'd be <laughs> fun to do like a like an hourly needs- report from Kev overnight as you're overnight standing in line for this panel. <laughs> and like, this is what Kev's doing. He's sitting on the floor in the convention center. And then like, this is what James and Ed, and we're like at a bar having a shot talking, or something. Talking to loads of models, like <laughs> Playboy models that, that all love Star Wars. And I'll be like freezing my ass off in a cold. 2, 2 a.m., Kev freezing. <laughs> Ed and James, we're sleeping. <laughs> In bed, and there'll be like there'll be like a group of Jar Jar Binks next to me, all reenacting scenes from the episode one. You two will be having the time of your life. I'll be just like, what the hell am I doing? Eleven a.m. You're like getting into the panel. We're at a bar. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you'll just get into the panel, like because nobody else will bother. And I'll have, I'll have gone overnight and you'll just walk in, get your wristband and walk straight in. You just go, this was Ooh, easy, We Kevin. should try that. We've had a great night. We've had a great night. We've been... <laughs> Sit right down drinking, next to you. gambling. <laughs> I wonder who's going to be there. I'm, I'm kind of interested. Well, I, you and McGregor will be there. Yes. You and McGregor, not Qui-Gon. Uh, Liam Neeson. Uh, I don't know about Liam with all the controversy recently with what has been promoting this Cold Pursuit film. I don't know if he'll be there. True. True. But I don't see... I think they'll try and... Because obviously if it's an episode one panel, the interesting one is Natalie Portman because she's always distanced herself from yeah, that. Yeah, she won't she? be so, No. I think Ewan will be there. I think Liam will be there. I think Ian McDermott will be there. Whether they'll get Jake Lloyd because he's a loser shit from Jake that, Lloyd I, I could see. He'll you know probably I mean? be there. Yeah, I think. I think even the, I think they'll even bring Ahmed Best there. I think they'll drag him. Oh, of course. Yeah, and he'll get a great reception because of obviously what he said recently about the the backlash and stuff. Yeah, of course. Uh, all right, let's move on from celebration and toys. Let's get to the juice, the meat. Well, juice and meat. Uh, it's, it's all good. So, Ooh. episode nine wrapped filming. Hmm. Uh, it seems, no, it seems no kind of soon, but then we're like, well, I guess it's coming out in December. So I guess that's kind of timed right. Mm. Uh, 
it it, sh- it was JJ tweeting it out. <clears throat> it's a picture of Poe, Finn, and Ray in an embrace. Or a very Isaac. nice, sweet picture. Yeah, yeah. But I think the the takeaway from it is Ray seems to look like she has her staff. You only see the very end of it. Mm-hmm. So we're assuming it's her staff. The tip? The tip. Just the tip. And then <laughs> she has the hair that she has from The Force Awakens. And then um, JJ says, It feels impossible, but today, rap photography on episode 9, there is no adequate way to thank this truly magical crew and cast. I'm forever indebted to you all. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, 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 blah. And then John Boyega said something different with the same photo. What do you think of that? Ray's haircut, the set, it's on a desert area. It looks like the Jordan scene, you know, in Jordan where they filmed. Well, my, this first, is my, whole... first thought, my first thought was Jakku. Um, right. That she's, that she's gone back there for something. But it just, yeah, I was surprised, obviously, with the staff there and the hairstyle being exactly the same as that time. It seemed a little odd. I must admit. I don't know what you guys thought. Jason at Making Star Wars brought up something about it because he was speculating on some stuff. He's thinking because, you know, they've come out and said they're they're using footage of Leia from extra footage from, like, The Force Awakens. So maybe that is why she's in her The Force Awakens outfit on Jakku. Right, right. Ah, that makes sense. Which would make sense. But But I'm hoping that's not her staff. (coughs) We'll get into that later. Mm. Yeah. Why would they... No, 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 no. No, I was just saying the... The the layer thing, though. Wouldn't they just be using... It'd be a flashback, right? If they did that. No, no, wouldn't... No, I don't get that. Because wouldn't they just be using... Integrating Carrie Fisher into episode nine, just using her parts. They wouldn't need to then make Ray be there. Yeah, yeah the same. Do you get what I mean? Do you see, do you get, does that make sense? What I'm saying, like they just use Carrie's part rather than just go. I, I don't really understand. Well, he why just says to... his sources confirmed that the rap party's there and. Ray's hair is in the style above because it has too much has too much older footage of Ray that was shot. Mm. So uh, okay. Acting too stupid with Carrie for the Force Awakens. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> well, that makes sense. So they'd have to dress her up like she was in Force Awakens to make whatever blending of those few scenes work. Maybe they change her outfit or something like that because they could do that digitally, but the hair would be a lot more like obvious. So is he saying then that like, <coughs> the, footage, the footage that they're going to use that they didn't use from The Force Awakens is going to be with Carrie and with Daisy Ridley? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then she, yeah. But I, I always thought they would just, just use Carrie's performance and then just, I don't know if they could just digitally put that somewhere else. Well, it makes one think. When in The Force Awakens would this have happened? Because you think mm. she met her on Takadana, 
right? Mm-hmm. When when Leia shows up at Maz Kanata's castle. Correct. And maybe she's still bent on going back to Jakku because you know she's like, I want I need to go back. Maybe Ooh. Leia goes with her. I don't know. Like that, that's the only thing I can think of. Why? Leia well, there's a scene in the trailer, isn't there, where they cut out with where Maz gives Leia the lightsaber. Yes. Of Luke, which they changed. So is it going to be? Was that on Jakku? I thought that was just in some indoor place. But I always thought uh, it. No, I always thought that was in Maz's castle. Yeah, it okay. was in the basement because yeah. they didn't want it. It's like in the trailer, it shows you her handing the lightsaber to Leia, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah in yeah, the yeah, film, yeah. it was completely different. So whether there's footage of them together, I don't know. Her giving Ray the lightsaber later that they're going <clears> to <throat> use somehow. Well, yeah. Ray. I mean, it still doesn't explain why they're on Jakku. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah, mm, it doesn't. It's all. But they did. Shit. They did say that. But they've said that Ray is going to rebuild that lightsaber. So is that going to be that footage? I don't know. It's all speculation again, isn't it? So, but um, I don't know. It just seems. You know, it could be a lot Ray, of different things. From how Ray was in the Last Jedi, had a look. You think it would move on a little bit so to go back to that look seems like you say unless it's under some sort of flashback or something like that it still could be because jj likes a flashback i hope it's a flashback (laughs) because i don't know she's changed Mm. also uh mandalorian wrapped as well according to Mm -hmm. I, i think jason uh ward tweeted it something about a rap party for mandalorian Mm. I saw that. Yes, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, around the same time as the rap party for nine. So that's exciting because that'll be here in the fall. And I was going to say, when does that come out again? In the fall. Yeah, fall. Well, definitely, there'll definitely be a panel stroke footage debut in at Celebration for The Mandalorian. Oh, definitely. Without a shadow. So there'll be episode nine stuff and there'll be The Mandalorian stuff. We'll get to see that for the first time. They'll yeah. save all that. They'll be saving all that for for April, unquestionably. Yeah, there's a little thing, Ryan Johnson. There was a rumor he wasn't gonna do his direct the next like his trilogy, but then he came out and confirmed that he still was. So, yeah. What did you make of all that? It's a bit it's just, almost like just, a almost like a trial balloon just to see what people's reaction would be. Maybe it felt that way, didn't it? It did feel that way, like it was people staremongering again and you know oh he's been sacked he's been sacked and then he's not sacked yeah he's clearly but if he was would there be that whole thing on twitter where like see guys look what you did you ruined it Mm. maybe Mm. i don't know i don't know well i do think they'll announce what he's doing at celebration as well and it'll be interesting to see if he's actually there and the reaction that he gets so I think they'll mm. announce that there as well. So it well, be... We're finally going to get some good fucking announcements. Mm. I hope so. Are we, though? Be, Are we? I mean, well, it's been going on for the... <laughs> how long has it been going on now with, like, the titles being released, the trailers being released, the titles being released, the trailers being released? The constant... I don't think anybody's... No, I think everybody just thinks and expecting it to be done in the next... What's it? But we're not... Mm-hmm. We're none the wiser for it. I mean, the title 
Everybody wants the title. Like I've been on Twitter and it's like, mm. you know, Star Wars that uh, Twitter account's like, "Hey, look at this fan who made this like Death Star cake." And then the first <laughs> yeah. reply is, "Give me the episode 9 title." <laughs> <laughs> well, I I honestly of all the films before, I can't remember. I have seen so many titles for this film what it's going to be. You must have seen them all all over. Oh Twitter. God, they're ev- dude. They're everywhere, man. Every it's every like, troll and their I mom is trying to come up with some fifty odd titles of what this film's going to be called, and you're just going like every single one. You're just making up. Every single one is just pure <laughs> speculation. Um, you know, there was rumors that it was going to then be at the Super Bowl and all this. And I wonder with the title whether they will leave that to celebration as well, along with the trailer. And do it as all one big announcement. It makes sense. I, I can, you know what? We we earned that because we freaking paid for that last year and got nothing. Well, I don't know if you've seen the, if you remember. I mean, I wasn't there, but like when Revenge of the Sith came out in two thousand and five, that's mm-hmm. what they did. They did like a there's a video out, and it's when they premiered it. They they basically like did it. I think it was about a two minute video, and it uh. sort of went. And it went and it, it showed all the other films, so it, all the five films. So it had like episode one. Uh, it was start. I think it started with episode four, and it went a new hope, and then it showed you some footage, and it went to episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, and then the, right at the end, it showed you the first footage of episode three, and it showed you some behind the scenes stuff, and then the title came at the end, so it went Star Wars episode three, Revenge of the Sith. And apparently everybody just fucking went nuts in the room, and it was apparently it was brilliant how they announced it. I think That's they might awesome. do some. I think they might do something like that. I mean, bring the excitement back, you know. Mm. Like they I had it they with might. the Force Awakens and the Return, the Return of uh, the Last. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Last Jedi has been. Mm. I mean, I I thought it was still magnificent. I loved mm. every single one of them, but they want to bring the excitement back. Yeah, they want to get the hype back. They, they want to be like, it, listen. They should call it the return Re-hype of the, of the hype. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> oh yeah. dear. But I mean, they've always had it. I'm sure that every celebration they've had the trailer. So when all this stuff was kept coming on, rumored that the trailer was going to be, I just sat there going, "It's going to be a celebration." It yeah. always has been, hasn't it? The Rogue One yeah. one, the Episode 9 one, the Episode 7 stuff, the Episode 3 stuff, you know, the Episode... It's always been at a celebration, so you think, surely the Episode 9 one is going to be at celebration. They're not going right. to release a trailer before before celebration. They might do the title. It's going to it's gonna be on the Phantom Menace panel. <laughs> oh, my God. Do I get to see it, then, because I'll be, I'll be in line overnight. Yeah. <laughs> You losers will be drinking beer, having a time of your life, and I'll be there going, yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't they wish I was here? <laughs> me and these... <coughs> me and these 20 people dressed as Jar Jar Binks, we're having the time of our lives. Oh, we're Jimmy and Ed are drinking beer and doing whatever, <laughs> having, a par- having a party. Having a puff, having a party. Hey, did you see I'll John Powell won... Some award at the uh, International Film Music Critics Association. Ooh, okay. No, I did not see this. So it won the top award, the prestigious Score of the Year award, as well as Best 
original score for a fantasy science fiction horror film. Sure. For Solo. Really? Yeah. And, and he wasn't John even, Williams he wasn't even Oscar nominated. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. John Williams won Film Music Composition of the Year for the opening track, The Adventures of Han. Ooh. So this begs the question, would they have won an Oscar if the guy wasn't sleeping on the job and sent the score <laughs> into the Oscars? <laughs> It does beg the question, doesn't it? Heard, heard, and seen. Mm. You don't know. You just don't know. I mean, that kind of surprised me a little bit. Like, I like the score, obviously, but mm. if if it wins the top award at this at the International Film Music Critics Association, it must. It. I think it would have done well at the Oscars. To be honest, yeah. Black mm. Black Panther won, didn't it? Yes. Speaking of which, Black Panthers. The composer for that is doing what? Is he doing the Mandalorian? Yep. For Solo? Yep. Oh no, Black Panther. No, sorry. The Ludwig, composer is it for Ludwig? yeah, Ludwig Göransson is. Yeah, it. yeah. The composer for hmm. Black Panther is doing the Mandalorian. Correct. TV series. Sorry, that's what I meant. Cool. So, Ludwig Göransson. <coughs> yeah, I think he talked recently. I can't remember where. But uh, <clears throat> he was really excited to work. He's in the middle of working on it. He wouldn't reveal anything, mm. though. No. Sure, sure. I did see that. Yeah, I did see the interview with him. Um, All right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it, would have been in- it would have been interesting with the solo thing. Like you say, that I don't think it would have won an Oscar, though. Yeah, I had a feeling about that. Um, but that's why I'm a little surprised they won top at this thing, Ooh. which makes me think maybe they would have if like the competition wasn't that great. Yeah. Like, who do you think would have, I mean, obviously Black Panther, like if you listen to the Black Panther soundtrack, do you think it's better or worse? I haven't really listened to it, to be honest. I mean, well, there was a lot of soundtracks. I mean, I do collect a lot of the soundtracks on vinyl that I've got sort of thing. I mean, I thought the first man soundtrack was the best I've heard this year. Ooh, You've nice. seen that one. I have the not. first man is, I haven't I seen it. I really want to see it. That soundtrack is brilliant. It's just amazing. I don't think that was even nominated either for an Oscar. Um, Speaking of which, you finally saw the Gettysburg. I don't know why I thought of this, but mm, I did. What'd you think? Absolutely fucking terrible boys. What are ah. you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were doing we were doing like a a, uh, a running kind of review as we were doing it, weren't I? Yeah. So, uh, oh, it was, it was yeah, that was great. It was great. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I loved oh, nice. It. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even though it's it U.S. Quite, history, it was more. It was weird though. Was like it, it didn't really. Although the characters were nice, it wasn't a character-based war film, was it? It was a matter-of-fact no. actual... You know what I mean? So you know how you look at a lot of war films where it takes its time where you get to know the characters and you can sort of... So that when something happens to them, it didn't really do that. It just kind of shoved you into the Civil War and then just kind of went, here we go. You know, there were little nice little character parts in there, particularly with um, um, Jeff Daniels and stuff like that. Um, Chamberlain, yeah. Yeah, and things like that. So, But it wasn't... 
character based if you know what i mean so it was quite but it was more the facts of it and how it happened wasn't it and what but i mean for a four-hour movie it absolutely flew by it really did it really mm. seemed so so quick in the battle in the wood the the, um, the round top oh that was stunning that was that was fantastic bayonets bayonets i mean great. kev you're talking to two guys that like it, chamberlain's our childhood hero he yeah. is. He is. Local me. He grew up here, like twenty minutes north. Yeah. Well, that was quite interesting when he kept 40, saying, "I come, I'm born up in born in Maine," and yeah, uh, yeah, Bowden, you know, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I was like, wow, that's like, yeah, I can see why you were kind of took a, an interest he's our, in that." He's our guy. What's crazy though, Kev, is I wasn't living in Maine when I was in love with it. When I oh okay yeah so okay, yeah anyway uh, let's go back to Star Wars. That was a fun. <laughs> that was a fun tangent, though. I'll tangent to Gettysburg whenever you want. Uh, Oscars. Back to Oscars. So, best supporting actor went to uh, Mahershala Ali from Green Book. Mahershala Ali, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's great. And was he Green... nominated for Moonlight? He was nominated for Moonlight last year, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I'm sure he was nominated last year for Moonlight. Um, not, sure, not sure, not sure. But he was great in that. Moonlight, he was brilliant in that. So the Green what? Book Green Book went on to win Best Film. Best Supporting After. Oh, yeah, Best Film. Yeah. And you go. the producer went on, Charles Wessler, and he dedicated the film to Carrie Fisher. To Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Isn't that That awesome? was cool. Mm. Fucking amazing. That is... Unreal. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, that was great. So that's enough of Oscars because there's nothing Star Wars else Star Wars about it. <laughs> so <laughs> there was only it. one nomination. One. It was that solo for visual effects. That was it. That was like yeah. nothing else. Um, garbage. Let's go on to the real important stuff. Uh, James. Yo. Heard. You can now pre-order the art of Star Wars Rebels book mm. on Amazon. What Star Wars Rebels? Yeah, oh, I want yeah. that shit. You, you want you what what what? Thrawn, come on, whales. <sighs> I I no. got it. That's got Jimmy I, all written all over it. Oh, unheard. You already pre-ordered <laughs> it, didn't you? I pre-ordered it. You're no, you didn't, Kev. I got another confession to make. I did pre-order. <laughs> Done. Well, I've got. Are you gonna open it? Up. I've got all the art of books. I've got the art of the Clone Wars book, which is fantastic. The art of the Clone Wars book. I bet that it is, is actually. Yeah, yeah. It's great. So I'm hoping. Well, most of the art of books from the Star Wars stuff are brilliant. Going back to the Ralph McQuarrie stuff, coming forward to like the Episode Seven and Eight stuff, and the Solo stuff, and the Rogue One stuff. There's loads of brilliant concept art and stuff in there. So whatever you view on Rebels. I still think the book will be great. Let's not compare Ralph McQuarrie to this dude. <laughs> well, no, they, they, well, they do pull in no, no, Ralph no, no, McQuarrie. No, <laughs> Rebels pulls in a lot of Ralph McQuarrie. Oh, dear. Well, no, I know, but it's not Ralph McQuarrie. No, 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 no. I'm not comparing it, James. I'm not comparing it. I'm just saying that... I know you weren't. I just art. wanted to hear you deny it. <laughs> I just All wanted right. to hear you say you weren't doing it. Boom! I've ordered it. I pre-ordered it. 
pre-ordered. So let's move on to slightly spoiler. Read. There are more rumors. Rumors. <laughs> uh, well, we'll start with the like slightly new stuff. So Fanta Tracks uh, is good at letting us know when things begin production and their names. Like production names, not like actual name of the movie or series. And they revealed that a third and yet unannounced TV series set in the Star Wars galaxy has begun in the UK. What? According to company records. Uh, It's entitled Series 3 Productions Limited. Preposterous. So obviously speculation goes fucking (coughs) wild. Which, you know, brings me to a couple other thing rumors that I actually saw on Fanta Tracks as well. Obi Wan TV series Ooh. might be a thing. What do you guys think? Of? There's another one, but let's talk about this one. Obi Wan TV. I mean, we've talked about the Obi Wan movie possibility and it just being him vacuuming his hut on Tatooine, <laughs> but heard TV series. Would that make it even worse? Would you? Would it make it better being well, a TV series? What do you think, Kev? Um, my well, you 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 suspect obviously with it being a TV series, it's going to be a longer story, right? You know, so you're going to. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Is it whether they'll do like a six part or an eight part or a ten part? And I do worry of like. Is it going to be really all that interesting? So the you rumor I mean? is the rumors from Star Wars Newsnet, and mm-hmm. it and it says it could be as many as six episodes. Mm. But are they an hour long? An hour long? Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the big question is when. Uh, I know we've said Clone Wars have 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 hashed out every nook and cranny in that era. So it's like, why make anything in that time period? The, I say Clone Wars, the cartoon. So, mm. like, what that leaves you with Obi-Wan as Qui-Gon's apprentice or Obi-Wan on Tatooine. And what would you rather see? Um, mm. I've, I think now you'd rather see... I think I'd probably rather see a younger Obi-Wan. Yeah, right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But Ewan McGregor, man. I know. We all Do you still Ewan go Marcus. with him if you go younger? I think he could, st- well, I think well, he could pull it off. We know, that Ewan, we know that Ewan would do TV because he did Fargo, didn't he, recently? Yeah. So, you know, because that was always – that was my first thought of, like, well, if they're going to go a TV show, would Ewan – do that because he's generally a f- movie actor but obviously with the Fargo stuff I think he won awards for that didn't he playing his, the two brothers in there so but would he do I always thought he was kind of campaigning as, for an Obi-Wan movie rather than a TV show I don't know if you do you know what I mean so would it would it be that a period would it be him on Tatooine or like you say would they go for a different time period with it and get a new actor in. Hmm, I'm not, I really, 
don't know how to call this and what they're thinking with it. Because I, think, I do think I think we'd want a, an Obi Wan Qui Gon thing, but then you probably can't have Liam Neeson. Mm. Um, Why? Because he's tainted goods. No, no, no. Because it's like younger. Like you have to go younger, and Liam's up there, older. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That'd be hard to do, in my opinion. I think it's still do it i guess uh, i don't really like the idea of doing bringing new actors in to do those characters as well if they, if they were setting it there so it's kind of a it's kind of like a bit of a catch-22 because i do think well a six-part series based on tatooine could oh. they drag that out for you know six hours know. of tv or because there can't be that much of a story to tell can they really deep down? You know, you think, well, he's watching over Luke. Um, he's like, know, I gotta it's... get breast milk to Luke. Mm. <laughs> or, I don't know. You know, we've seen little clips of you know, <laughs> like with with Darth Maul that finds him out, and um, yeah, and that's the other question: do they do they bring a cartoon adaptation into a move or a live? Well, action? I don't know. Because that was a waste throwing. Not a waste, but a waste. Like, I feel like it could have been great in live action having Maul versus Obi Wan. Mm. But not anymore. Not anymore. That that ship has sailed. But. Yeah. yeah, It's an interesting one with this. uh, If it it definitely is going to be an Obi Wan. Maybe it's the Bosnaz TV show we've all been open for. (sighs) God damn. Well, okay, so this leads me into the next rumor that there's a TV show about Kira and Lando. Oh, uh, yeah, didn't me see this the other week. Uh, Kira and Lando Calrissian live-action TV series. So this would be before the events of Solo, I believe. More Millennium Falcon. Right or 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 will they? Because Kira doesn't know that that's a ship. Does she? I don't think it's brought up really. I don't I think she really cares. She, yeah, she mentions the ship in Solo. She she, she just she? mentions he has a fast ship, I guess. But I don't think she cares like mm. what it is or whatever, you know. Right. Mm. No, that's true. So that that mm. would be cool. Again, you're dodging the whole force flippy shit that I want. but <laughs> Heard. But that's another one as well when I really think you know I mean obviously with them they'd, they'd probably still get the same actors in Donald Glover and um, um, good God I forgot her name. Got that right? What's her name? God's sake. Emily, 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 Emily Clark. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Yeah. <laughs> but like so they still get them in but like is it once again how many episodes would it be that do we really need that storytelling? She just you needs, know, I don't know she just needs think, to but... walk through some fire and have dragons birthed around her. I mean, she'll be wrapping up with Game of Thrones right away, so mm. kind of makes sense that if they're going to pull the trigger on that, it would be now, now that she's freed up, she's riding off that high of uh, Game yeah, of Thrones. True, so. true. Which I am, by the way, rewatching right now, in anticipation. Uh, now that I finished watching Clone Wars, hey, so uh, you know how I said they they had the production name for 
this third series, TV series, they have the production name for the uh, planned Ryan Johnson trilogy, the, next, the first film. It's E and E Industries Limited. Yeah, sure. Really? And it was registered on the exact same day. And they say, I quote, which we understand will be the first film from the planned Ryan Johnson trilogy. Oh. Obviously, who knows? Like, this is all early shit. It could just never get to final, whatever. But this is what they're saying. And they've been right every time mm. on production names. All right. So it's called what again? E and E. So like E, e ampersand, and e. I believe it is. And mm-hmm. E, Industries Limited. Ooh. That means nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we can't on. even we can't even read and speculate into any of that, can we? But like you know, or oh, what does the E and E stand for? Right. <laughs> hmm. I can't even know. It, just, it, it probably anything. has to do with Chewie being a clone, right, James? Uh, as long as Ray's not Kenobi, I'm fine with it. Oh, shots fired! <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Ooh. That's it. That's all I got for news, people. Any, you got anything else, Kev, that I missed? Jack shit. Jack, nothing. All you I've know, been, guys. I've been, fo- I've been following the toy fair. I've been looking at the episode nine news. I've been looking at the Mandalorian news. That is that is all. That is all. Nice. I'll tell you what, guys. I'm excited for Celebration. Ooh. I cannot wait. It's a celebration, I- bitches. I, I am, I am, and I, I just want, I just hope the guests improve. I just, that's my... I have noticed um, you're a little depressed about that, Kev, lately. I am at the like, minute. I am. Like, like your mood's been a little, like, down. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh. I mean, I've got, to, be... I've got to get out of a week with, I've got to get through a week with you guys, never mind having <laughs> shit guests at Celebration. <laughs> so, you know, I, I need to... Uh, no, I, I, I'm. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Spend a week with you two motherfuckers again. And watching um, Game of Thrones premiere. Pack your heads. Yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. Season yeah. eight or seven. What yeah. is it? Eight? And we're going, what, what we're doing as well, Cubs game. Cubs game, is it? Yep. Cubs game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully oh, getting the rig. Oh, yeah. And then, but I'd just like there to be at least a couple or three really good guests to get excited about there really is nothing at the minute that's been announced there's guests that i'll go and see and but none that i kind of go well i can't wait for that and i am again a little bit worried because it's so close that there is no major ones announced is there? i mean previously is what like last year when we had did carrie fisher do last year i'm sure she did mark hamill they were all announced quite well before Felicity jones far they don't normally leave it this close, do they? Just, no. You know, it, yeah. They'll do like. I know Hayden Christensen was quite popular last year because he'd never done one before, and that I missed out on that because it sold out, and I didn't realise it was on. <laughs> that was my own stupid fault. But you know, you think, you know, even the, if they're having an episode one panel, you think they'd have some guests announced that, you know, photograph or autograph opportunities, but. There's still time. That's the thing, though. I 
And I only did land. I only did Billy D because he really wanted to do Billy D last year. And, mm. and we're like, ah, oh, let's do, let's do Mark Hamill too. Fuck it. Um, I, I, I'm just not, I don't know. I don't feel the whole need to, well, one, wait in another freaking line. Yeah, I know what you're saying. To like grab my photo or get their say, get the signature <clears throat> is awesome. I like, I'd rather get the signature almost. Mm. So, I mean, having said that, I got I, it. I, Friggin do, Mark you know, do you know what, dude? I get, I kind of get what you mean. There's part of me that still kind of thinks, it, yeah, there is that part to it that we'll have more time to do other things and not be worrying about getting in line for something else. And you know, one of the things as well, when the bigger the guests are, the more expensive it gets. Right. So you know, then you start talking. I mean, I was having a look <laughs> on. I think a lot of the the autograph and photographs are anything at the minute, like $50 or $70 for certain ones, which isn't too bad. But, you know, when you start getting to the bigger stars, you know, let's say they announce Mark Hamill or let's say they announce Alden Ehrenreich or something, they're going to be talking three, four, five hundred dollars $500, aren't you, for that? So you kind of do think, <clears throat> if they don't announce that, I haven't got to pay that, have I? <laughs> you know, so it's true. Yeah, part of you, part of me is thinking that way that we'll have well, while it won't take a big hit on it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. See what happens. I know. I, mean, I, I would like to come home with more, um, just like collector memorabilia stuff, like mm. maybe a couple more prints. Um, may you know get my book signed by Timothy Zahn and maybe somebody else who's there. Like I'll bring a book with me for it to have him sign. Um, I like the little knickknack stuff. Like one guy was, I know it's Star Trek, but one guy was selling like the com badge from TNG. I thought that was pretty cool. Like I got that for my brother and he was like, so super stoked when I got that for him for his birthday. Mm. <clears throat> so like the knickknack stuff I'm, I'm like totally into. Oh, we can, we'll have a look at all that stuff. Oh, that's mm. going to be cool. Yeah. Well, well, I got two uh, two of my favorite drinking glasses that I uh, still have now. Um, they're the Burger King vintage, like nineteen eighty something, um, and they had like a set of four glasses per trilogy. And I got two glasses from uh, one was from Empire Strikes Back with Lando on it, and the other one was with the droids and the Ewoks on Return of the Jedi. Okay. That's one. That's one Lando wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. They'll, they'll be great stuff like that i did see there'll be week. good stuff like that yeah yeah i mean the art the art stuff that's there the art galleries that are there and all that lot i mean with the, the stuff that you can buy is mm. normally amazing mm-hmm. um i think i saw the other day that they're taking some like pre-orders for certain art pieces already i think there's something about um there'll be certain limited stuff there and all that lot from some of the artists so that's mm-hmm. interesting but Always for me, when I come over there, though, it's kind of like I look at some stuff and think, how the hell am I going to get that home? Right, <laughs> You know, right. you just think, um, I better not, you know, and there's some, that's why the London one was great, because I'm like, oh, I can just get that in my car and I'm sorted. But like getting it on the plane or having it shipped over, it's normally like really expensive. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but fuck it, dudes, who cares? Let's just go and. Exactly. Well, what you, one thing you can always do, too, is give it to us to bring it back, and we can ship it back for you, too. <laughs> Six months later. Yeah, if you're James, yep. So uh, I'm looking forward to the beer. 
and having some good times with you guys. Mm. And anyone oh, that yeah. wants to hang out with us. No. Chirp, chirp. chirp. <laughs> anyway, we'll that's well. it. So, right. ladies and gentlemen, Punch that it. concludes episode number 59 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. It is Monday, February 25th. Have a good night, good luck, and see you next time. May the force of others be with you. Cheerio all. This party's over.